Hello to all listeners. Great to have you listening here on the Oxford Parada Podcast, Sheridan High School's very own podcast. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. I am your host, Dominic Barrettini. Today we are joined by Dr. Tom Schneiderback and a couple of his associates here that he's brought in for us. I'm Ann Travis. I am a school counselor here at Sheridan High School. I predominantly work with students whose last names begin with L through R-H. I'm Sophie Hodges. Um, I'm a student here. I'm a freshman and basically all I do. <laughs> I'm Enoch Lick. I'm also a freshman and I'm so happy to be here. I'm Ashley Cooper. I am your resident art teacher and uh, hallway uh, break dancer and um, lunchtime beatboxer. Um, as the holidays arrive, it's not always that people are feeling the holiday cheer. Uh, this time can be very tough on individuals. Uh, sometimes depression, anxiety, and stress kind of leaks in. So I just want to talk mostly about how to cope with the holidays. Anything you got to add? Um, So I kind of looked up the definition of uh, depression here, and it says it has five uh, characteristics. Uh, Persistent low mood, loss of interest in things or activities you once enjoyed, feelings of worthlessness, poor concentration, and big worry of harming yourself. So what are your feelings on that? I think there's a lot of stress that happens throughout the holidays, but I mean, They've done lots of experiments, including uh, when we talk about sources, that um, they did the biosphere experiment where they had this artificial place that they wanted to recreate our world. And one of the things they found is that all the trees kept falling over. And one of the reasons why is that the trees didn't have any wind to buffer them or help them create roots. So actually, you know, there are times when um, these kind of things can make us stronger. Good. Um, so do you guys have like an idea of depression yourselves? Any of you? Yeah, absolutely. We've got, I mean, just familial, like my um, dad is a manic depressive, takes antidepressants and anxiety. Medication, I have experienced that myself and also on medication and, um, and was very, like, I didn't want to, but now I've realized that's just how I like how I have to cope. That's part of my life now, and that's totally okay. Um, and so I know too around this time of year uh, when it's dark for a long time and it's cold and you don't want to leave your house and it's easy to fall into those like um, those sad days, right? Yeah. Winter time is prime <clears throat> for for sad days, but you know, with medication and then also just like focusing on the positive and being super thankful and grateful and um, especially in the world today, you see all kinds of horrible things happening happening throughout the world and you think, uh, my problems aren't so big, you know? So to put yourself in a perspective of this life is super blessed and, and privileged, really, we live in such a privileged world here in Wyoming. Um, it's, it's easier for me to like concentrate on the good and uh, celebrate my happiness that way and then um, but still recognize that there are times of sadness and, and I've got different coping mechanisms with that too. So. 
So do you think like the the weather has like kind of an effect as like the you know skies get darker with um, winter coming? Yes, most definitely. Yeah. It's I love the winter, but just the snow can't get nowhere. Yeah. And, uh, slipping once or twice always makes you a bit sadder. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I did see an interview with Jim Carrey, and he views depression as deep rest. How do you guys, like, view that? <laughs> kind of a tough question. <laughs> I, I don't see that perspective, but, you know, everybody deals with their, their depression in different ways. I guess I would need, like, I would need... Uh, Jim to really elaborate <laughs> on that for me. Well, he kind of explains. But that, also, must I, 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 may, I may add that Dominic has a great podcast voice. Doesn't he? Yeah, like, yeah. Do. Right well, there. he kind of, thank you. But, <laughs> we uh, should celebrate that. If you're feeling really down, just like, really yeah. celebrate the fact that you have great Thank you. Listen to the podcast. Yeah. But um, he kind of views it like your body needs deep rest and you kind of need to focus on yourself more than focusing on others. So that's what it, like the deep rest comes from. I, and I think that really probably rings pretty true with some of our students. Like I hear a lot like I don't want to burden my friends with what's happening in my life or I don't want to share this because I feel like I'm a weight that's weighing down my friends. and. And I don't think, you know, and, and, and that's a great sometimes sentiment, like you're, you're caring for other people. Um, but I think at the end of the day, like you have to put yourself first and you have to care about your own self-care. Um, care about your own self-care. <laughs> that sounds kind of funny. Um, Let's make a song. Yeah. Care about your own self-care. Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, 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 is there like a way that you guys know of or have like witnessed other people doing that they better prepare themselves for the holiday season? Um, one way with me is my anxiety gets really high during the winter, um, for some weird reason and my depression kind of just kicks in a lot and I've always been told I'm a very caring person so I usually just put my friends before me, which is not a really good thing. Well, it's good, but it's not good for my mental health. And one thing I like to do is, um, one, I like to decorate my room all Christmassy, and I like to paint and draw. And um, my cousin passed away uh, like two years ago on December 27th. So now what I do is I try to paint something or make something in remembrance of him and just to try to make me feel better. And my family likes to um, send up lanterns and stuff, and it just kind of brings in the peace and um, helps us celebrate his life instead of um, mourning what happened. Yeah. So is there like um, anything you guys do on your own time to help you get through the holidays, whether it's spending time with family, anything like that? One of my favorite things to do is I play Dungeons and Dragons. It's one of my yeah. favorite things to do. And I, I'm usually the DM, the Dungeon Master. I like to make a one-shot Christmas campaign where we go through some sort of winter wonderland adventure. Yeah. That's always really fun. That sounds fun. Um, well, we can go through and name your favorite holiday memories. Start with you. Sure. Well, um, I think growing up, it was always one where we had that one one gift kind of uh, pre-Christmas um, oh, yeah. and then 
it was always surprising that we ended up playing more with the wrappings in the boxes than the actual gift itself. So I remember growing up with my brother and sister, we might get something that had this huge box and at the end we'd be, you know, making a fort or taking all the wrappers and making it into stuff and using those to kind of throw at each other. And my parents were always like sitting back and like, oh, we got all these gifts and what they're doing is playing with the wrapper and the boxes. How about you? Um, so I grew up in Iowa in the same house that my mom grew up in most of her life. And it, we had this beautiful living room. My parents don't live there anymore, so we don't get to spend Christmas there. Um, but this beautiful fireplace in our living room and it like, like the sound of like the fire crackling and like having hot cocoa and opening presents. And I remember always thinking like, I wonder how many like Christmases, you know, my mom and her family and all the other like extra members of our, our lives, friends and family have, have spent around that same spot. Um, and now we have really good friends from our hometown that live in the house, which is kind of cool to like still know people there. But um, I don't know, just like those simple things of like fire and, and you know, hot cocoa and I don't know, yeah. How about you? Um, for me, what we do for our Christmas is we open our Christmas Christmas pajamas on Christmas Eve. And then we just like mess around and just have a lot of fun. And we usually play some board games or watch some Christmas movies. Every year we always watch A Christmas Story. My mom is absolutely obsessed with that movie. And my mom has a lot of Christmas obsessions like Nutcrackers. She's obsessed with Nutcrackers and Snow Globes and Snowmen. And it's so funny. Our house is just full of them. And we have so many Christmas story ornaments. And she, we will always watch Christmas story and then make jokes and references about the movie. And we'll make fun of my little brother in one year. Um, my brother John came home and um, we had just gotten done watching Christmas story. And he picks up my little brother, takes him outside, and just throws him in the snow. <laughs> he was wearing shirts and a t-shirt. It was so funny. And just, I kind of love Christmas because it's like the one time a year I can actually be with my family and be really happy. And um, I'm not usually a movie person, but it just really gets me in the movie mood and just lightens everything up. Good. How about you? Um, Christmas is definitely a time I love to spend with family. Um, usually every Christmas I go over to my grandma's house and the whole family's there. We got one of my favorite people to hang out with is my little cousin Blake. And he's just always the funnest. He's always so happy and he seems to never grow. <laughs> How are you, Coop? Um, oh, I have so many good Christmas memories. But in Spearfish, I grew up in Spearfish from like six, six years old till. 23 or something, but we um, would always get all of our Christmas stuff out, which I loved decorating for Christmas, but we had this old record player, and we had like Alvin and the Chipmunks <laughs> Christmas record, and Elvis Presley Christmas records, and we would play those, and we would all just like decorate together, and well, that's how I remember it. Anyways, I can't, like I can't picture my siblings doing it, but I can picture myself doing it, because I loved decorating and my mom too and so we decorate listen to this music and then um my mom always had us like cut up old christmas cards and she'd take um lids to jars like canning jars and we would glue them on there and put we punch a hole in them we put glitter all over them we tie little strings to them and we 
hang them up everywhere too. And it was just like, you know, I was in my, my, that was my jam, like the crafty Christmas with Alvin and the Chipmunks in the background. I always looked forward to it. And I still look forward to it. Well, Raylan, you've lost your voice a little bit, but you want to add in on this? Yeah, so um, I guess one of my favorite Christmas memories is, um, again, like opening up um, Christmas pajamas on Christmas Eve with my family. Um, that was something that like my grandma always got for us, for me and my cousins. So that was always a big thing. And then my cousin and I would like try to stay up the whole night and like watch movies. Um, when I'd stay over at her house for Christmas. So that was, that was always one of my favorite things. Yeah. I think for me, uh, a couple of years ago, my grandparents lived back east, and we went back there, and we surprised them. It was their 50th anniversary of getting married, oh. and both of their 70th birthdays, and so that was fun. That's so cool. That's awesome. So I'm just wondering how people can actually deal with like depression, anxiety, and stress. Right, that's a great question. I think I said earlier that sometimes stress can give us opportunities to really grow and get deeper in, in those things that help us. And we usually talk about the big three, right? So there's that sadness, depression, anxiety, and then anger, right? And sometimes there's a little cocktail of all those mixed together, right, in a slurry. But I think there's like four main things that people can kind of keep mindful of over the holidays to help them out. And one is just to kind of set some real realistic expectations. Like, what is it that I really want to get out of this time? Whether it's with people or my family or having fun or something in nature, whatever that could be, right? I think the second thing is hanging out with people that like in the, like you and you yeah. like them, right? Supportive people. Like just even our little group here kind of yeah. laughing and having fun, right? It's like this was just created out of nowhere and we, we're having a good time. And hopefully you're finding in the wrong people that you feel support you. I think the third thing is that, um, you know, whenever we have downtime, we kind of lose some of the habits that keep us going. Like um, watch what we're eating. Sleeping on a regular schedule. I know you're smiling because you know as soon as we don't have a regular routine, a lot of those things go out the window, including like exercise and hanging out. Um, and then we try to get back into school, and it's like we need a week or two just to get back into those habits. So yeah. trying to keep some of those things um, in line. And I think um, Mrs. Travis has some other ideas that we usually talk about in sources. Yeah, so thank you, Dr. Tom. A big part of Sources of Strength, of course, is our wheel. And I think a lot of our students, and, and really, too, I think a lot of our community members here in Sheridan, um, in the community, also can recognize the wheel and, and just the eight components. Um, we have this posted all over our school. We have cool stickers you can pick up and keep it on your water <laughs> bottle, too, if you need a, a reminder. But um, you know, one thing we always encourage our students is to look at those parts of the wheel that are um, helpful to you and that you feel connected with, whether it's family support or positive friends or healthy activities. That's always a really popular one with students. Um, and, and digging into those and making sure that you're, you're spending time doing those things that are healthy 
um, and, and that make you feel good. Um, for some people it might be spirituality, others it's, it's doing, you know, acts of generosity, especially this time of year, I think there's a, an ample opportunity for that as well. So um, just always encouraging people to think about the wheel and, and utilize those things that um, are strengths for you. Yeah, we always kind of say, you know, more than one is better, kind of like a big net, right? So the more of those things you have in place, the more likely you are to kind of have something that bounces back from. And there's going to be those times when that's not even enough. And those are the times to reach out to those professionals or your parents or somebody in the community that you can rely on to get some professional help. So we know we can't all do it ourselves or with each other, but the more likely that's what we're going to do. I think all those things together make a big difference. Yeah, and I think developing like those good habits and um, can really make like us as an individual stronger. Um, you know, like not going home and like sleeping all the time, doing something productive is like definitely a great thing to do. Put your phone down. <laughs> <Right>? Go outside. <laughs> Except when you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and um, especially this time of year, getting time to spend with your family, uh, I think is super important. Uh, especially if you're traveling, you don't get to see them all the time. I think that's a really great thing to get into. Um, and cherish that time as well. And, you know, there's many times, you know, kind of growing up for others that maybe our home family isn't the best, you know. There's plenty of those stories. And so it's like reaching out beyond, you know. So we kind of talk about family as like anybody that's in your circle that you feel has your back and support you. So it could be an aunt or a brother or relative or somebody next door, you know, growing up. I had plenty of families in my neighborhood that, you know, I knew I could knock on their door and, and just walk right in and be part of that. So hopefully you find those people in your life as well. Yeah, and I think sometimes, like, not always is it you turning to a family member or going to, like, a counselor or a teacher or a friend or a friend's parent, anything like that, I think is a big thing nowadays, um, just kind of broadening the perspective and um, allowing you to go to, like, more people. Those trusted adults. Yeah. Huge. I think friends come in a lot um, more than like parents know um, and help each other out even though sometimes um, I know that people don't like to open up as much. Uh, it's kind of tough for them and they don't kind of enjoy bringing themselves out. They would rather help you out. Well, as we end this trip down memory lane, we'll wrap things up here. Special thanks to all of you guys. Thank you for coming on. It's been fun. Um, remember, we'll be releasing a new podcast throughout the year uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Oxford website. Thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one.